What is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome to the Windchill Factor. If you are wondering where Justice is at, Justice had some technical difficulties. So the second straight day, you get to listen to my wonderful voice, and I apologize for that profusely. But I wanted to do a little bit of a breakdown of the remaining schedule that the Bills have coming up and how we're going to close out the season. Because as you know, I do have a little bit of concern. I have concern about this Patriots game. I have concern about the Patriots in general. And I have a lot of concern that if we do not win the AFC East, our path to the playoffs gets very narrow. Now, there's a lot of teams right now in the AFC that have a winning record. Hansel over from Process on Tap actually tweeted out something later this evening about how many games they play against each other. And I think his point was that the Bills only have really two games left in the AFC with teams that have a 500 record. Both of those teams, both of those games are the Patriots. And the rest of the league is going to beat up on each other a little bit. But that doesn't make me feel better. I think that was the point. And maybe I'm being a little bit of a pessimist here. But that doesn't make me feel a lot better. Because I think the Patriots are good. I think the Patriots are better than we wanted to give them credit for. I felt like they were going to be our biggest competition this year once they dumped Cam. But I didn't think it was going to be close. I still thought we'd win the division handily. Right now, we are looking up at the standings. We're looking up at the Patriots. They are ahead of us. And they're playing good football. They're playing good teams tough. They have a good defense. And you can say whatever you want about Mac Jones. I'm not even going to disagree with you. But as a team, they're getting it done. And I think it's right to have a lot of concern there. Now, the Bills have six games left on the schedule. Starting with the Monday night game against the Patriots. The Patriots lead the league right now in point differential. And I like point differential. I think it's a fun stat to look at. I think the Patriots point differential is probably a little bit inflated, just like ours is. But I don't think point differential is as much of a telling stat as it is in baseball. In baseball, run differential over a longer season it means so much more than it does in the NFL, where there's just so much fluctuation from week to week. But... Right now, believe it or not, Vegas has the Bills as the early favorites. And that is somewhat encouraging, and that's mostly because the Bills are at home. The Bills are favored by three points. It is a Monday night game. Not sure that means anything, but I suppose there is time for the line to move. But the Patriots are coming in hot right now. As I said, they have played good teams tight. They've won six in a row. They do have a good defense, even if the stats are inflated. But Mike Shoup was talking about this this afternoon on WGR. He's excited. He has a little bit, I think, of anxiety on this game, but he likes that because the game means something. And I think that's true. I know it's true. I'm happy that these games mean something. How many times during the drought were we just satisfied with being in the hunt and watching and seeing if we can get help and having everything play out just to have a prayer at making the playoffs uh, as a long shot. Right now, 
we have a strong chance. And there is a path for us to win a playoff spot, even if we do not win the AFC East. Now, I'm not subscribing to that theory. I don't want to put a lot of eggs in that basket. I think there's going to be a lot of seven loss teams kind of hanging out looking for that last playoff spot, and I don't want to be mixed up in any of that. Instead, let's win the division and go into the playoffs as no less than a number four seed because we will get a home game, and that carries some weight. That carries some weight and helps us helps the team win playing at home and having the crowd and not having to travel. All the advantages that come with a home game. I want them in a playoff game uh, and to get there this Patriots game is as close to a must win as we can get. I'm putting a lot of weight on this one because I think if we lose this game, that means that we're going to go in to Foxborough needing to have that game or we can pretty much kiss the AFC East. Goodbye. Kiss a goodbye because that's essentially another extra game lead on the on the Bills that the Patriots would have. I think it's too much to make up too late in the season. If we drop both games, it's over. It's over. Now, I, there's other paths there. The Patriots could lose some games. There's still six football games left. Who knows how it can play out. But for all intents and purposes, and realistically and logically speaking, this is a must-win game for the Bills if we want to keep that dream alive. And after this Patriots game, we have the defending Super Bowl champions. We are traveling down to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and that offense. And the Tampa Bay defense isn't maybe what you would expect. The defense right now in terms of points against is very mediocre. The real strength of this team is Tom Brady, those receivers, that offensive line, and Brady putting up points. I believe they lead the league right now in points scored. So that's a challenge for us. We know we're missing Trey White. We're going into this game trying to take on Tom Brady and those Chris Godwin, uh, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. We're trying to match up with those guys, basically going at it with Levi Wallace as our number one. We're trying to make do with Dane Jackson at number two. Teron Johnson is an excellent slot corner, uh, but there's just a big hole. I know we have great safeties, and some people are going to want to say that's the real key and strength to this defense, but I disagree. I think having Trey taking away one half of the field is the key to this. And we're going to try to do it against Tom Brady, who's been doing this a very long time. And he's a very intelligent quarterback. Now, I hate Tom Brady. Anybody that listens to my podcast knows how I feel about Tom Brady. But you have to give the man the respect that he deserves. He did win a Super Bowl at his age. He's playing well right now. They're leading their conference. They're probably one of the front runners predictions to get back to the Super Bowl and probably win it. And, you know, this is a tough game. This is going to be most likely another loss for the Bills. I'm, I'd love to be wrong about that. But looking at this objectively without Trey White, I think this is going to be a very difficult game for us. Let's see how it plays out. Uh, we should be getting Starla Tule back. We should have Spencer Brown back, so we're getting some pieces back that could make the game just a little bit more competitive. But Vegas right now, 
and we're still very far out from this game. But Vegas right now has the Bills as a, a three-point underdog. In all honesty, I I don't think that's enough. I, I think they're going to probably be a, at least a seven-point, say six-and-a-half point, maybe even more than that. This is a tough game for us. But, you know, they don't play the games on paper. Who knows? Maybe this is a game where our defensive line that we invested so heavily in it decides that this is the game where we're going to start closing the deal and we're going to start getting those sacks that we've been so close to uh, instead of just pressures. Let's get the sacks. That would be a good game for that to happen. I'm not betting on it. I would not put any money on this game in the Bills' favor, even to cover. But uh, let's hope I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong about that. Following those two tough games, and those are tough games, I don't think anybody can argue those are not cakewalk games. There's a lot of anxiety because those games do mean a lot. We can't afford very many losses more if we're trying to keep pace with New England, but we should get a little bit of a break after those two because there's not that many breaks left on the schedule, I don't think, Um, even if it might look like that at first glance. The Carolina Panthers just lost to the Miami Dolphins. I was one of Sam Darnold's biggest supporters. I really like the move for the Panthers to go out and get their franchise guy. They didn't give up a ton. They gave up a second round pick and some change. They didn't move up into the first and give up a ransom. And I thought at the time it was a good gamble. I thought Sam Darnold has had some stretches in his career where he's looked pretty good, despite not having a lot of talent around him. Hasn't been that way. Hasn't worked out for him in Carolina so far. And even his last year, year change with the Jets, he was just pretty bad. And I was kind of rooting on Sam. He looked like a guy that you wanted to root for. Nice enough kid. He had all the intangibles. He said all the right things. Um, Maybe he was never going to be Josh Allen. But, you know, if I'm being completely honest, back in the 2018 draft, Donald was one of the guys I wanted over Allen. And uh, how does that humble pie taste right now, Vince? But I'm glad to be wrong. And, you know, Carolina took a big swing. Thought they had a quarterback of the future and didn't work out. He's probably going to get another chance next year. But if I'm Carolina, I'm probably looking forward. Maybe not completely unlike what Cleveland's doing. Like they're kind of stuck in limbo. Like, do I want to give my current guy a bridge deal? Do I want to trade up for a quarterback and get the guy I want? Is there a free agent? You can just start looking around. And I, right now they're playing Cam Newton, by the way, that is very encouraging to me because Cam Newton is not a threat to pass the ball. I am not a fan of his showmanship. And some people like to say, Oh, he just likes to have fun. He's a diva. He wants the attention. He's a me first guy. And that's just the way I see it. You'll never talk me out of that. I don't think there's any evidence you can present me to be like, you know what? I was wrong about that. I don't think Cam's a great quarterback. I think he's way worse than Sam Donald was. And this past game, he got benched. (laughs) Uh, And I believe his passer rating was something like 6.8. Now for reference, you can drop back the pass 15 times a game and spike the ball every single time. And I believe your your quarterback rating would end up something like a 38. 38 and change, maybe 39. By just spiking it. He had a 6.8 passer rating. You know how bad you have to be to, to, to be that low? 
I I would love to know the numbers. The lowest pass rating games in single game NFL history. That's that's got to be right up there. But uh, I'm I'm feeling good about this team. I'm feeling good about the Bills playing this team is the way I want to say that sentence. I know the Panthers have a good defense, but Christian McCaffrey back on the IR. Uh, they're having all kinds of problems on offense, and it's not even the quarterback. I mean, it's it's not starting with just the quarterback. That might be the biggest problem that they have, but they have other problems besides that. This team right now is not a threat. I I think... I could say wholeheartedly and with a full chest that the Bills should win this one by at least double digits. Right now, they're just five and seven. For all intents and purposes, I'd say Carolina's season is done. Um, nothing in this game scares me. It gives me very much pause at all. Uh, I would mark this one up as a win and, and feel very confident about it. Moving on from Carolina. After that, we get another Pats game. So two Pats games in very close proximity to each other this time we actually go to foxborough and take on bill belichick now remember we nearly lost the first pats game last year now they were really bad with cam pam did all of his damage basically with his legs and he was just not a threat at all passing the ball mac jones is better than that how much better very debatable and I don't have strong opinions on Mac Jones being a great quarterback, but he's better than what they had last year. And he can work the short little dink and dump stuff. That's basically what Brady did the last half of his career. So this is another must-win game for the Bills. Remember, if we don't take this one coming up and we don't win this second matchup, I believe that the the division will be out of reach at this time and their playoff chances are very much in jeopardy. So how realistically speaking, I think you could probably say with some level of confidence that the bills will end up splitting. I don't think they're going to lose both. I think they're both very tough games. They'll be, they'll be tight nail biters. They will give me some heartburn. I will curse out my television. My wife might not want to talk to me for several hours if we lose one of these games, but I do think we're going to end up splitting. So I'm going to chalk that one, one of these two up as a win. Uh, ideally, like I said, the first one would be the one that I'd like to take. So the second one doesn't necessarily have to be as big of a must win. But moving on from that second Patriots game, we have the Atlanta Falcons, Matty Ice, Calvin Ridley. You know, I... At the beginning of the year, I kind of looked at this game as we should win it. But there was a little bit of me that said this could potentially be a trap game. And I don't think I feel that way very much anymore. Their defense has been terrible for years. They really haven't been the same since the Super Bowl run on offense or defense, really. Uh, They can't run the ball. They're having a hard time scoring points. They're having a hard time stopping anybody on defense. They're a little little bit better against the pass than they are against the run, but it doesn't matter if you can't score points. Matty Ice, you know, I guess he's fine. He's not the same guy that he was uh, a few years ago when they were making those Super Bowl appearances. And I suppose there could be an argument made that it's because he doesn't have much of a team around him, and that's 
That's true. I think that's a legit argument. I think that he doesn't have a great offensive line. He does have Calvin Ridley. They spent their number four overall pick on a tight end. I think that's odd. I think they have so many other holes on that team that spending the number four overall pick on Kyle Pitts is weird. Maybe Kyle Pitts can end up becoming Travis Kelsey or George Kittle. That's fantastic. Would you rather have a number two wide receiver, a defensive tackle, a cornerback? Would you rather have traded that pick to see if you can get an extra couple of first rounders to somebody else that maybe had a more playoff ready team to trade up for Kyle Pitts? I don't know. I guess it takes two to trade, but it, it was just an odd move to make. And it hasn't really resulted in them, you know, being more competitive this year. And it's not going to stop when the Bills come. Now, I have very strong concerns about the Bills, but I don't think this game is going to pose much threat. I once looked at this as a trap game. I no longer do. I say it with a full chest. Bills win this one by double digits, and I'm not even sweating anymore. Um, Moving on to the final game of the season. It'll be Week 18 against the New York Jets. The Jets are going to want revenge for what we did to Mike White Lightning, who thought he should have been a first-round pick, or he threw four interceptions. Yeah, got benched. Haven't seen him since. Zach Wilson should be back for this game. And honestly, that's an upgrade, but how much of an upgrade? I don't know. I, I He's still a rookie. I still didn't like the pick. I don't think he carries himself like a franchise quarterback. I don't think he looks like a franchise quarterback. I don't think he plays like a franchise quarterback. And you can make some excuses for him. Sure, absolutely. A lot of the same excuses that we have for Sam Darnold still apply. But not this game. I We can have a healthy respect for the Jets' defensive line. This game is not going to turn out much different. Maybe it's a little bit closer. But I think you know where I'm going with this. Put the Bills down for a final W and this should be the fifth of six division wins for the Bills. So get five wins out of a possible six games. If we do split with the Patriots, that would give us a lead in that tiebreaker right there. But we got to take one. If we lose two, it's over. If we take one, we have one more uh, division win than they do. But I think to really be certain about us winning the AFC East, we need to think about winning both games against the Patriots. And, you know, the tiebreakers are nice. I'd rather have a tiebreaker in my pocket. Five wins against the division is no slouch, but the tiebreaker only matters if we do not finish with at least the same record as the Patriots. So the question would be right now, what does the remaining Patriots schedule look like? And how many wins can you realistically expect out of the rest of those games? Now, the Patriots currently have eight wins. Let's take a look at that. We know the Patriots are starting off the rest of their season right now with a Monday night game against us. That's a difficult game for us. And it's, I mean, it's not an easy game for them either, but I have plenty of anxiety about that. 
Following that up, they have a bye. This is a game where we can make up a little bit of ground, but we also are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A win there would mean a lot as well. Following their bye week, the Patriots will be taking on the Indianapolis Colts. They are coming here. And by here, I mean Indianapolis because I live in Indianapolis. They are coming here to take on the Indianapolis Colts, who are a weird team. They're a much better team than what their record would indicate. They have not been their signature defense has not been there for them consistently this year. And the strength of their team is the offensive line. That has been very up and down, but it is coming on lately. And we know all about Jonathan Taylor. He shoved they shoved him in our faces for a full 60 minutes a couple of weeks ago. That's a difficult game for the Patriots. Uh, I think the Patriots, it's going to be close either way. And I think if you wanted to be an optimist, you could say that the Indianapolis Colts will win. You know, I'm going to try to be more of a realist here. I think the Patriots will take this one. So I'm going to mark them down for uh, one more win, putting them at nine. Following the Colts game, they have us again. And this time we are going to Foxborough. Uh, I believe we're more realistically, I think we're going to end up splitting the two with the Patriots. So I'll give the Patriots another win there, uh, which brings their season total right now to 10. And then they close the season, such a soft, soft season schedule. Uh, they will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and then going to Miami. Now, Miami's beating them once already. I don't think Miami's going to be good enough to beat the Patriots twice, although it would be a big boon to our chances if we could. So I'm going to go ahead and mark those last town, last two games down as wins, which would put the New England Patriots at 12 wins for the season. And, you know, I predicted us to have four wins out of the remaining six, which would only be good enough to get us to 11 wins. Uh, and the Patriots... Would take the AFC East in this scenario if it goes the way I think it will at this point in time on paper. Uh, we would be fighting for a wild card spot, and I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to be stuck in the mix with all those other teams, those seven lost teams, the teams that are ten and seven, uh, you know, eleven and, and six. Uh, we don't have a lot of things going our way that would help us get into the playoffs if we have a big just jumble, a mess, a bottleneck of teams with the same similar record. Uh, not going to work out for us. We need a division. And you know, winning both would really make the difference. Winning both games, I mean, these are must-win games. We have to at least win one of them. But if we're going to have a chance at the division, realistically, I, I think maybe um, after working through this exercise, it's probably best that we take both. So that's it. Let me know if you feel differently because I know it's the NFL and things can change week to week. And, you know, it. any team can be any other team any given week. That's the NFL. We've been saying it all year long. It's been such a weird year. And that's generally true. But I try not to discard a body of work over one lousy game. Uh, so let me know. Uh, hit Justice up on Twitter or follow the built-in Buffalo guys. Let me know if you think I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong and illustrate it for me. Because I'm not that smart. Tell me why I'm wrong. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much for loaning me your ears again for the second straight day. And I'm I'm sorry, but I'm very happy to pick up Justice, one of my teammates 
who needed some help this week. And uh, you know, we'll look for him to be back doing his normal thing right here on the Tuesday spot on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. And just so you know, just so you know, we do have content every single day of the week literally every single day of the week and twice on Sundays. That's not even talking about all the great content that comes out on the YouTube channel. So plenty of Bill's related content for your eyeballs and your ears. That's it. That's all I have for you. Thank you for listening. For Built in Buffalo, I'm Vince Taylor. Go Bills. Go Bills.